The LA Kings look to make it two wins in a row, and their goalie is looking to get some payback against his old team. We've got the backstory and details on that and more on this edition of Locked On LA Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We would love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show. And we're on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked On LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 17 years and, of course, a passionate L.A. Kings fan for over 30 years. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Well, the L.A. Kings are back at it, looking to wrap up their mini two-game road trip with a stop in the Twin Cities. It's the L.A. Kings against the Minnesota Wild coming up in just a bit uh, with the L.A. looking to add to their win total coming off their 5-1 victory over the Jets in Winnipeg and new King P.L. Dubois getting a goal and helping his new team beat his old team. Now, the Kings come in with a 1-1-1 record. They're facing a Minnesota team that is 2-1. We'll tell you more about the Wild coming up in a bit, but uh, some good things coming off that first win for the LA Kings, first and foremost was the performance of goalie Cam Talbot. We're going to get a lot more into Talbot in a moment, tell you why this game is not just another game for him. As for the Kings lineup tonight, doesn't look like we're going to see any changes from the Kings game in Winnipeg where they won their first game. So why would there be any changes uh, as far as the forward group? Uh, it looks like it's going to be the exact same that we saw again in Winnipeg. Andre Kopitar centering the top line with Adrian Kempe and Quinton Byfield. Still looking for Kempe to get his first goal of the season after a 40-goal season a year ago. Uh, the second line, at least I think it's the second line, Pierre-Luc Dubois with Kevin Fiala and Alex Laferriere. Uh, Kevin Fiala looking for his first goal of the season, although he has racked up some points so far. The third line of Philip Deneau with Trevor Moore and Arthur Kelly. Of course, they were the leading the top line last game. Had a great, great game against Winnipeg, leading the Kings to victory. And then the fourth line, the energy unit, you got Blake Lizotte with Carl Grunstrom and Trevor Lewis. A great start to the season so far for Carl Grunstrom. Let's talk a little bit more about Trevor Moore. We touched on this on Wednesday's show with special guest Austin Stanovich from the Hockey News. If you missed that, definitely go back and check out Wednesday's episode. Uh, but a bit of a surprise that the Kings' leading goal scorer right now through three games is Trevor Moore with three goals. Uh, very nice start for Moore on a couple of different levels. Uh, not only is he looking to bounce back personally from a season ago where he had just 10 goals and played 59 games because of some injury issues, uh, but his early production is helping to absorb a bit of the offense that has been lost by the injury to forward Victor Arvidsson, who's out multiple weeks following the back surgery. Uh, and I'd like to see more especially while he's hot right now, uh, utilized more. Uh, I'd like to see him out there on the Kings' second power play unit. I'd like to see him out there on the Kings' penalty kill. Uh, he had five shorthanded goals two years ago when he had a career year with 17 goals. And when he's given the chance to get out there on the PK, he looks dangerous. And I think other teams notice that he is a threat. So I'd like to see him get a little bit more time on the PK. 
sometimes those things are dictated by what line was out last after you take a penalty and things like that. But uh, regardless, right now, Trevor Moore is playing some really good hockey, and it is great to see. Uh, and I, I kind of touched on this before, but is the Dano line our second or our third line? I thought it was our second line, but I've been seeing a lot of uh, articles and things about how great the Kings' third line is and how good they were specifically against Winnipeg. It doesn't really matter, but uh, just just something that, that caught my eye. Um, but uh, again, yeah, that that line, whether it's our second or third line, the Dano line was phenomenal uh, against Winnipeg with Dano, Moore, and Kaliab combining for four of the five goals against the Jets. That if they are, in fact, our third line, that is great production from our third line. And, and we knew regardless going into the season, that was going to be one of the strengths. We talked about the depth down the middle with the addition of uh, PL Dubois. So the third line, whether it's the, the no line or the Dubois line, that's a line that more often than not should be an advantage for the LA Kings in games. It certainly was against Winnipeg. Hopefully that will continue to be the case going forward. Um, I think as good as the Dano line has been, I think it's safe to say we are still looking for more though from Adrian Kempe and Kevin Fiala. I'm not really worried about either, but it would be nice to see one or both get on the board tonight by lighting the lamp. Uh, so we'll see if that happens. Uh, as far as, again, the forwards, Jarrett Anderson Dolan, the lone healthy scratch for the Kings as far as the forwards go. Looking at the defense for tonight, again, just the same lineup that we saw in Winnipeg, which is maybe a tiny bit of a surprise in one sense that we'll talk about in a moment. But you've got Drew Doughty and Mikey Anderson on the top pairing. You've got Matt Roy and Vladislav Gabrikov on the second pairing and Andreas England with Jordan Spence on the third pairing. And after a bad game against Carolina, where he took three bad penalties. Good to see Matt Roy bounce back with his typical solid game against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, we didn't talk about it much on Wednesday's show, but how about the fight that Kings defenseman Andreas England got into? Now, uh, if you didn't see the game, England had a hit from behind on Winnipeg's Cole Perfetti. I actually thought it should have been a penalty. He got away with it. But the Jets' Dylan Sandberg, being a good teammate, stepped in to try and have Perfetti's back and went after Andreas England. And England flat out nailed him with two right hands and really stunned uh, Sandberg. Uh, he actually ended up being bloodied and had to go off the ice for repairs. Um, so England's play defensively, I think, has been passable. Um, but I know some Kings fans uh, were worried about a certain element of the Kings game not being there with the losses of players like Brendan Lemieux and Zach McEwen. If that fight with uh, Dylan Sandberg is any indication, uh, Andreas England can more than hold his own uh, because those were two big right hands that uh, stunned uh, another player on the other team that is a player that can do that kind of thing. So he does bring that element uh, for the LA Kings, whether he's standing up for himself or one of his teammates. Uh, he can uh, he can certainly, he's got a right hand that, uh, that you got to look out for if you're going to get into it with big Andreas England. Um, but I actually would have liked to have seen Tobias Bjornfoot in the lineup on that left side on the third pairing tonight. Um, I think that these guys should kind of alternate uh, starts, maybe push each other in, in a bit of a friendly competition. I mean, if you're going to have Tobias Bjornfoot up uh, as the extra defenseman, why not play him? Um, you know, I don't know that the Minnesota Wild are necessarily uh, an overly physical team. You might think of that type of a situation where you would prefer England over Bjornfoot, but the Wild, are, they're not known as being a big, tough physical team, so I don't think that is a factor. So I would have preferred to see Tobias Bjornfoot get in the lineup to see what he can do, 
but it is going to be Andreas Engelin again. And, and I guess the thinking is from head coach Todd McClellan, we just won a game. We played pretty well, at least the second and third periods. Why change anything? And I guess I certainly understand that. And along those lines is the goaltender for tonight for the LA Kings. It's going to be Cam Talbot back in net. And I'll tell you why Cam Talbot is getting to do or is looking to do a little bit of what Pierre-Luc Dubois did in the game against Winnipeg. There is an interesting backstory here. It is something to keep in mind for tonight's game. We will talk about that and more here on ne- next on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in a bonus bet, win or lose. That's $200 in a bonus bet. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action than now. The app is super easy to use. There is a wide range of betting options, including point spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Obviously, we love betting on the NFL, but what about the NHL? Yeah, you could do that on FanDuel, and our LA Kings are underdogs tonight in Minnesota. LA is getting a goal and a half in the point spread against the Wild. The over-under for the game is six and a half goals. Want to place a bet on the Kings to win? Think the game will have more or less than six and a half goals? Well, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and bet all season long on the NHL or the NFL as well. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. The LA Kings play the Minnesota Wild this evening, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings road game in Minnesota on Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search LA Kings. Uh, By the way, bad job by me. I did not give out our Locked On Kings three stars of the night for the win over the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, We should have done that on our Wednesday show when we recapped the game. I was thrown off a bit because we had a special guest to recap that game, and that normally doesn't happen, so I'll blame that. I'm not blaming Austin, by the way. I'm blaming myself. But the three stars for the Kings' first win of the season against Winnipeg. Number three, I'm going to go with Philip Deneau. Um, a goal and two assists. Loved his sweet backhand pass in front of the net to Trevor Moore on his first goal. That was a beautiful pass. So number three star, Philip Deneau. Number two star is Trevor Moore. For his two goals and his one assist. I love his start to the season so far. Number two star. And the number one star for me, Trevor Moore certainly could have been a candidate, but Cam Talbot in net for the Kings. Uh, He allowed one goal on 27 shots, but he was outstanding in the first period. If not for Talbot, the Kings would have had to dig themselves out of a hole for another game. He stood tall in that opening period, made uh, 14 saves in the first period alone, ended up making 14 saves combined in the second and third. So Cam Talbot, a great, great effort for him. If we see more of that this season, we're going to be very happy with our goaltending. But Cam Talbot, my number one star in the win over Winnipeg. And speaking of goaltending, a smooth transition. I asked Austin Stanovich of the Hockey News on Wednesday if Cam Talbot needed to get the start against Minnesota in the next game. And he said that he wouldn't be surprised if Phoenix Copley got the start as the Kings might be looking to alternate goalies until one of these guys establishes themselves. And I totally get his point, but I would have been totally shocked and frankly disappointed if Cam Talbot did not get the start in net today against the Minnesota Wild, mostly because of his performance against the Jets. He absolutely earned 
the next start. And I get that it's early in the season. I get that the Kings have told Cam Talbot, you know, in the first game of the season, you're going to start, but, but Phoenix Copley is going to play in that second game. And at some point, yes, you do need to get Phoenix Copley some reps, but not after that performance by Cam Talbot against Winnipeg. You have to play Talbot in net the next game 100% of the time. When he puts out an effort like that, you need to reward your goaltender for that. And, and I'm glad to see he's getting rewarded. Plus, even if Talbot had not had an outstanding performance against Winnipeg, if he just was okay and got the win, if I'm Todd McClellan, I am absolutely starting him in this game because he is facing his old team, the Minnesota Wild. And Cam Talbot would probably not admit this, but he still has an axe to grind against Minnesota. For those of you that don't know, here's the backstory. Cam Talbot played two seasons in Minnesota, and his last season there, two years ago, he was really good. Maybe played the best hockey of his career. He had a record in 2021-22 of 32-12-0 in 48 starts, second most wins he's ever had in a single season, and his best career winning percentage by far as far as wins to number of starts that he had. He backstopped the Wild into the playoffs only to be replaced by trade deadline pickup and future Hall of Famer Marc-Andre Fleury. Kind of similar to what happened to Phoenix Copley with Jonas Corposalo with the Kings last season. Now, Wild GM Bill Guerin clearly didn't believe that Cam Talbot was the guy to get the Wild deep into the playoffs, and we'll talk about the Wild's playoff history coming up. But as you can imagine, uh, this did not sit well with Cam Talbot, who demanded a trade. He got his wish. He was shipped off the next year to the Ottawa Senators, where he struggled with injury. It affected his play. The team in front of him wasn't very good, and it wasn't a great season for Cam Talbot. Now, tonight will be Cam Talbot's first game back against the Minnesota Wild since he was traded. Last season in Ottawa, he did not get a chance to face his old team. So I am sure, you know, Cam Talbot, he doesn't have any ill will towards his former teammates, just like P.L. Dubois didn't have any ill will towards his former teammates in Winnipeg. And a little bit of a different situation. I don't think the fans in Minnesota are going to, you know, boo Cam Talbot or care about him returning the way the Jets fans did because Pierre-Luc Dubois did make it known he wasn't going to resign in Winnipeg. And so the fans are like, well, we're not good enough for you. Why don't you want to play for us? Blah, blah, blah. So there was that animosity between the fans and Dubois. And that's why we heard some boos in Winnipeg when Pierre-Luc Dubois touched the puck. Not going to be the case tonight. Of course, it's a different situation. You can't, it's hard to boo a goalie. I guess you, what do you boo every time he makes a save? So I don't think there's going to be any uh, public display of displeasure from the fans in Minnesota tonight with Cam Talbot. And again, he doesn't have anything against his former teammates, but he does have something against the organization and specifically GM Bill Guerin, who he felt like he was unfairly treated by Bill Guerin. So he absolutely, I believe, wants to desperately win this game tonight to kind of stick it to Bill Guerin. Um, and you know, if you think players in all sports don't use these types of things as motivation, uh, you're crazy. It, it absolutely happens. And I guarantee you again, I'm sure Cam Talbot's going to say all the right things, uh, has said all the right things before the game. If he's asked about it, um, he'll say it's in the past and you know, that was then this is now I'm just focusing on helping my new team. I guarantee you, he, he still feels that he was treated unfairly, uh, got shipped off to Ottawa. And now here he is coming back against his old team for the first time with a much better team that he is playing behind 
uh, having coming off his best performance as a king. Obviously, it's very early. But again, I, I think uh, if Todd McClellan is reading the room, and I assume he is, because coaches, they pay attention to things like this as well. What motivates your player? At least good coaches do. Uh, and knowing the history between Cam Talbot and Minnesota, and of course, coming off a great performance, had to start him in this game tonight. Absolutely had to start Cam Talbot. If you don't start him, then you're kind of, you know, you don't you don't know what's going on. You're not reading the room. So I absolutely think Cam Talbot had to start tonight. And looking forward to that kind of underlying storyline in tonight's game, Cam Talbot. It's, it's personal for him tonight against the Minnesota Wild. Again, not not the guys on the ice necessarily, but the organization that shipped him off and treated him unfairly and didn't let him start in the playoffs when he carried them into the playoffs a couple years ago, or at least was a big reason why they got into the playoffs. So again, extra motivation for Cam Talbot tonight. Something to definitely keep an eye on in tonight's game for Cam Talbot and the LA Kings. Now, what do we want to see from the LA Kings tonight? Uh, And we'll also give you a scouting report on the Minnesota Wild. That's coming up next here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Are you one of those people that is prepared? Uh, I'm not, but thankfully I have a wife that is. She's got an earthquake kit and she's always preparing for things. I kind of make fun of her sometimes and then something happens and I realize how smart she is and how stupid I am. I know she would love the Jace case. Now, what is that? You ask the Jace case is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. Goodness knows that in the world we live in today, we never know what can happen from day to day. And we learned that with the pandemic. And of course, when things happen, it can lead to supply chain shortages for medications. With the Jace case, you can customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. Choose the medication that best fits you and your family. Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. And you can buy a gift card for family and loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. And I mean, when you think about it, that's a great gift. I mean, you're giving someone... Uh, you know, a chance to be healthy uh, or treat their loved ones in case of an emergency. So go to jacemedical.com, enter the code locked on at checkout and get $20 in a discount off of your order. That's promo code locked on at jace, J-A-S-E medical.com. The LA Kings play the Minnesota Wild this evening, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Catch every moment of the hometown broadcast of the LA Kings on the road with SiriusXM on the SXM app search, LA Kings. So what do we want to see from the LA Kings tonight? Well, we're going to keep talking about this until it happens. Uh, We want to see the Kings get off to a good start. The Kings fell behind 3-0 in each of the first two games of the season. Now, they didn't fall behind in Winnipeg, as we told you, thanks in large part to goalie Cam Talbot. They could have easily been behind 2-0 after that first period, if not for the great effort from Cal Tal- uh, Cam Talbot to keep it scoreless. Now the Kings were able to turn things around and they have been a much better team in the second and third period so far. And that's great. And you could say, well, who cares? As long as the Kings win, does it really matter if they get off to a good start? Well, it, it does. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But the Kings, just one goal in their first three periods uh, of action so far on this young season. And again, the good news is the Kings have been good in the second and the third, but we need a complete three periods from the LA Kings. Why? Because you got to look bigger picture here. 
Uh, the Kings want to advance in the playoffs. It's all we've been talking about. That's the goal of the team, not just make the playoffs advance. And if you're going to advance in playoff hockey, you can't play just two periods. You've got to play three periods. You need to not fall behind early. So this is about setting a tone for the rest of the season. The Kings need to focus on getting better starts, playing better first periods, getting out of the gate stronger, and then hopefully they won't have to battle from behind and claw their way out of a hole and continue to play those good second and third periods, get a complete three-period game together, and they should, you know, that should result in success this season. So let's see the Kings get that first goal and then carry it on, hopefully, to another win. I think we also want to see a better effort out of the Kings' number one power play unit. So far, uh, the Kings have three power play goals on the season. Um, they're kind of middle of the pack very early on as far as the rankings go, as far as team power plays. Of course, they were fourth in the NHL at the end of last season. Um, but the number one power play unit, which has got a lot of star power on it, has only one power play goal so far this season. The second unit actually has two of the three goals so far, which is a little bit surprising because they've seen some shuffling, adding in Jordan Spence and now Arthur Kaliev as well. Um, so that top unit, of Andre Kopitar and Adrian Kempe and Kevin Fiala. Uh, we need to see more production out of them. And I mentioned it earlier, uh, Adrian Kempe and Kevin Fiala, each still looking for their first goals of the season. It would be nice to see those two guys, or at least one of them, get on the board. And it would be also nice to see them do it on that Kings number one power play unit. It's looked good so far from what, from what I could see. They're moving the puck around well, but they still need to get those uh, you know, high scoring chances in the high danger areas. It's nice to move the puck around, uh, you know, but uh, it, it needs to result in better scoring chances. So hopefully the Kings power play uh, looks a little bit better tonight against the Minnesota wild. As for the penalty kill, which is going to be a focus all season long, as you well know, so far, so good. We did talk about this a little bit on Wednesday's show with Austin Stanovich. Kings have been shorthanded 12 times this season. They've killed off 11 of those 12 power play chances against them. So the Kings penalty kill looking good so far. It's been more aggressive, um, but again, let's keep it going and see if that PK and the special teams can be better overall, especially on the power play tonight against Minnesota. I do want to give you a quick scouting report on the Minnesota Wild. As I mentioned earlier, they come into the game with a 2-1 record. They had a 2-0 shutout win over Florida and a 5-2 win over Montreal. Their one loss came to Toronto. 7-4 was the final uh, and this is a team looking to do what the Kings are looking to do this year, and that is advance in the playoffs. Minnesota is consistently a playoff team. They've been in the playoffs 10 of the last 11 seasons, but they have not won a playoff series since 2015. That is seven straight years of losing in the first round. The Wild made the playoffs last season. They were out in six games in the first round against the Dallas Stars. They are led by star Kirill Kaprizov, who seems to love to play against the LA Kings. Uh, in 14 career games against L.A., he's got 14 points, eight goals. That's the highest number of goals against any non-division opponent. He's a plus seven against the L.A. Kings, so he's a guy to keep an eye out for and the Kings need to focus on. Uh, Kaprizov, as well as Matt Zuccarello right now, are tied for the team lead in points with five. Their leading goal scorer right now for Minnesota is Joel Erickson-Eck. He's got three goals. Uh, their captain, defenseman Jared Spurgeon, is currently out of the lineup due to injury. Um, right, their goalies right now, uh, Philip Gustafson and future Hall of Famer Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, now, Philip Gustafson was the guy that Cam Talbot was traded for 
with Ottawa. And he's come to Minnesota and has done a very good job. So the Wild are actually pretty happy with the trading of Cam Talbot to get a much younger and productive goaltender uh, in in, uh, Philip Gustafson. However, adding a little bit more spice to the matchup tonight, uh, reports are Marc-Andre Fleury is going to get the start in net for Minnesota. The man who the Wild chose to start in the playoffs two years ago over Cam Talbot. So again, a little extra in this matchup. It's going to be Marc-Andre Fleury against Cam Talbot. And for Marc-Andre Fleury, I think he's getting the start because he had a really good outing in his last game. Uh, He stopped 26 of 28 shots against Montreal. Actually got a standing ovation from the road crowd because Marc-Andre Fleury, future Hall of Famer, this could be his last season in the NHL. He's from Quebec, um, and uh, the Montreal fans gave him a standing ovation in what was probably his last start uh, in that city. So a real interesting goalie matchup tonight, Cam Talbot against Marc-Andre Fleury. Just a little bit more spice, like I said, uh, for this matchup tonight. And one more note to pass along to you before we wrap up the show. Congratulations early to LA Kings captain Andre Kopitar. Once the puck drops tonight, He will have played in 1,295 games, all in an L.A. Kings sweater, and he will have tied Dustin Brown for the most games played in franchise history. So stick tap to the captain of the L.A. Kings. Going to be tied for the most games played in a Kings uniform coming up tonight. Should be a good game. Looking forward to talking about another Kings win on Friday's show for you everydayers, those of you that listen and watch Locked on L.A. Kings every day. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we're going to recap, of course, the game against the Wild. And it's another L.A. Kings fan feedback show. We do that every Friday. Your questions, your comments about the L.A. Kings this week and all season long. If you want to send an email and be a part of that show, the email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, E-D-D-I-E. Uh, and uh, we're also, of course, on YouTube. If you want to send your most your comments in, on the YouTube episodes, I definitely read all those comments, so you can certainly do that as well. And if you want to stay interactive with the show, uh, you can follow us on X or Twitter uh, and Instagram as well. We are at Locked on LA Kings in both of those places. All right, I'm Eddie Garcia. Uh, looking forward to tonight's game against Minnesota. Looking forward to talking about a Kings win tomorrow. Thank you, as always, for listening and watching this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Have a great day. We'll talk to you on Friday. And as always, go Kings go.